Uh, hello everyone and welcome to this Sheeple News podcast edition uh, number 8. Uh, I hope you're doing well, I hope you had a great Christmas and um, you've been spending time with your families. Um, I hope you enjoyed the documentary that I released uh, on Christmas Day, uh, the Alex Jones documentary uh, called Endgame. Now, it's one of my favourite documentaries, and uh, it was a very important um, thing now to watch um, in regards to what's happening now in the world. As uh, it's very eye-opening that that documentary was made in 2007, and it's extremely relevant now. So, uh, yeah, if you watch that all that time ago thinking it was a bit far-fetched, well, it doesn't look so far-fetched now, really. So, anyway, um, I'm going to start off the news here uh, with an article on Infowars here, which is quite interesting, really. Uh, it's about a young three-year-old girl that dies from a heart attack one day after receiving the COVID-19 injection. Hmm. This is something that's not new. We've seen this in footballers. And I'll be talking about that later on. But now, it's going to focus here on this article. So it says, The new normal investigation launched after three-year-old girl dies from heart attack one day after receiving COVID-19 injection. It says, considering the history of COVID vaccination, contact is initiated with relatives to gather the relevant information, evaluate other backgrounds, and proceed with investigation of this unfortunate episode, Argentina's Ministry of Health said in a statement. The Ministry of Public Health of Tocumán, Argentina, released a report that a three-year-old girl died last December 16th and a justice system has intervened and will investigate the cause of her death. So on Thursday, December 16th, 2021, at 1200 hours, a three-year-old patient in cardiorespiratory arrest enters the emergency service of the hospital of the child Jesus. Advanced resuscitation manoeuvres are carried out and when she does not respond, her death is declared. The three-year-old child, Amber Suarez, received one dose of the Sinopharm, China's COVID-19 vaccine. The police and justice system will investigate the cause of her death and an autopsy will be performed. Considering the history of COVID vaccination, contact is initiated with relatives to gather information. The relevant the relevant information, evaluate other backgrounds and proceed with investigation of this unfortunate episode. Meanwhile, the mother of uh, this unfortunate child, Miriam Suarez, uh, claimed that the vaccine killed her daughter. Uh, As a report from the COVID world said, Miriam Suarez said her daughter Amber was vaccinated last week on December 15th and passed away a day later from sudden cardiac arrest. 
The three-year-old had received the jab because otherwise she would have not been allowed to go to kindergarten due to a vaccine mandate. Again, these stupid mandates. You can't go anywhere without a stupid vaccine certificate. So ridiculous. Miriam told Argentine media that her three-year-old had no symptoms immediately after the jab. While playing with the neighbor's kids the next morning, Amber fainted and was taken to the children's hospital of Tocumen, where she died from cardiac arrest. The heartbroken mother said, I'm sure my daughter was killed by the vaccine. She was a healthy girl full of life without any health issues. It's shocking what this clot shot is doing now to people. I mean, now it's killing three-year-olds. These people are sick. So sick. Dr. Fauci and all these other scum. What they're doing to people is just disgusting. They're going after kids now. So just they hate they hate kids. That's why most of them are so such big paedophiles. Disgusting, really is. I'm so sick of it. You know. Um, there's a video linked here uh, showing the, the mother crying. It's it's very very sad. Um, yeah, check on Infowars and you'll be able to read the whole article and see the video for yourself. So. I recommend you have a look here. It's, it's, it's very strange what's going on here with uh, heart attacks. Be my next story, we'll be talking about footballers and why footballers getting heart problems, heart attacks, chest pains, everything. And we'll have a look next. Alright, so our next news story here. Algerian player dies after collapsing on pitch a spate of tragedies hit football. Algerian footballer Sofiane Lukar has died after collapsing while camp- captaining his team Molodia Saida in a second division match on Saturday. So Lokar is said to have collided with his own goalkeeper in the 26th minute of the Algerian League 2 meeting with rivals ASM Oran. After receiving treatment, the player was cleared to return to the pitch, only to collapse suddenly around 10 minutes later. According to Reuters, citing local media, Lokar was attended to at the scene and then rushed to hospital but died of a heart attack on the way. Other reports have indicated that the cause of death has not been determined. The Algerian press service indicated that Lokar was 28 at the time of his death, although elsewhere he has been listed as age 30. So adding to the tragedy, the footballer is said to have married just one week before Saturday's fatal incident. Footage shared by UAE news outlet Golf Today purported to show Lokar's grief-stricken teammates after they discovered news that he had passed away. Other clips circulating online apparently showed the desperate efforts to revive him. Tributes poured in for Lokar, including from French star Franck Ribéry. The tragedy comes after young Croatian footballer Marin Kacic died three days after being placed into a coma following a sudden collapse during training with his team NK Niha Sinj. Kacic's club confirmed his passing at the age of just 23 in a touching message on social media on Christmas Eve. 
Another tragedy to rock football, Omani footballer Mukalad al-Rakati died at the age of 29 on Wednesday after collapsing during the warm-up for a top-flight match for Muscat in his homeland. And local reports indicated that the cause was a heart attack with Muscat and Oman Football Association paying tribute on social media. So, now, if you've been paying attention to sports uh, in the last six months or so, you you must have been able to see there is a huge increase now in footballers having uh, chest problems and uh, heart attacks on the pitch. I mean, it's never happened on such a huge scale now. I mean, and you get these these crazy leftoids on Twitter saying, "Oh, this has always happened. This is normal. This always happened before." Yeah, it did happen, but nowhere near as as common as it's been happening now. I remember two or three incidents where a footballer um, had a went through a cardiac arrest. Uh, had a heart attack. I remember one time he had a heart attack. A player for Benfica in Portugal. He had a heart attack on the pitch, and unfortunately, he died. But these these occurrences are extremely rare. But now this year, since the introduction of the clot shot, more and more players that have taken the clot shot have been getting uh, sick, have been getting heart attacks, have been getting all sorts of problems with them. And and still, a lot of it is being um, buried in mainstream media. Even then, the stuff that comes out is still a lot of people, a lot of cases. It's the same with the general public. There's a lot of cases of people get the vaccine, get Bell's palsy, cardiac arrest, myocarditis. Uh, they die, they go in comas, everything. We don't see that on mainstream media. This is why I have to do this podcast i'm just some guy in this kitchen here with a laptop doing the podcast here to people because you can't get proper news on the tv it's all propaganda that's all it is i'm sick of it i woke up to this years ago years ago because i'm a big aviation fanatic and i know you know a lot about that particular subject and seeing it how it's reported on mainstream media was an eye-opener for me. They can't even get the picture of the plane right, the one they're talking about, they crashed somewhere. They'll talk about 737 that crashed, and they, they show a picture of an A320 on there. And you think they, they can't get something simple like that right? You think they're going to get stuff about politics right? It's ridiculous. The, you look at something you know about, a, a subject, and look at how they report it on mainstream media, and then come to your conclusion. Oh, they can't get that right. So it's a simple thing of a plane. You get you, you pick a picture of a plane, the one that crashed, it's simple research. 737-800 crashed, for example, and they get an A320. A completely different plane, different looking plane, different company, everything. And even sometimes I've seen them use a propeller plane when it was a jet that crashed. I mean, what the hell? That was even on RT. With RT, people go, oh, it's... It's, uh, it's, uh, 
it's different media, it's not mainstream. Yeah, but it's still propaganda. And they might they they might um agree you might agree with some of their views on wokeism and this and that. At the end of the day though, it's still mainstream media. If it's on T V, ninety percent of it is garbage. And people think, Oh, you know, T V told me. I know it's right. Like COVID. I said from day one so with my best friend I've said that day one I said to him, This is a con, this is a hoax. Right? That no no one at the time believed me. I said it's a hoax. This thing's like fake everything. And now I'm starting to think this COVID thing was totally fake, didn't exist. That's what David Icke is saying now. And he's been saying that from the beginning that uh, it doesn't even exist a virus. So, I mean, it probably does exist, but pff, we know now the Omicron variant is a cold. That's what it is. Then we know where did the cold cases go? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're using them as COVID cases, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but now, oh, you get oh, Omicron, whatever it is. It's the same symptoms as a cold. Uh, I mean, this thing is overblown. It's killed 0.01% of the population, and that's with manipulated figures of people who died with COVID, not because of COVID. So, you know, can we get the facts straight here, maybe on mainstream media one day? No, that's never going to happen. The only way people are going to wake up now is we we've we have to try and get mainstream media to go bankrupt, and they are they're losing serious money now, serious serious money since Trump left office. Look at all these mainstream media uh, news channels. Look CNN for example, it's dropped tremendously their figures. Uh, MSNBC as well was all dropped. Even Fox News has dropped as well. There's only certain shows are doing well. Mainstream media, I think, 15 years, it won't exist anymore. Not as we know it anyway. Not on TV. There's less and less people watch it on TV. And the ones that do watch it, they, they get scared. They, you watch propaganda all day. And COVID was a perfect example when the f when it first came out in April. Look, look at what people did. They went into panic and they bought 100 toilet rolls each. What the hell? What was that going to do? R ridiculous. So, you know, just leave, leave mainstream media and do your own research. Because that's the only way you're going to know what's going on in the world. Right, next here we've got um article about Dr. Fauci, my favourite doctor. I think he's uh, the worst th thing in the world. He says uh, he supports a vaccine mandate for domestic air travel. He says anything that could get people more vaccinated would be welcome, he says. Dr. Anthony Fauci said he would support a vaccine mandate for domestic air travel if Joe Biden imposed it on the nation. When asked by ABC's this week host, Jonathan Carl, whether he would support Joe Biden imposing vaccine mandates to fly domestically, the White House chief medical officer indicated he would support it. 
Well, it depends on what you want to use it for. I mean, vaccine requirements for people coming in from other countries is to prevent newly infected people from getting in to the country, Fauci said. A vaccine requirement for a person getting on the plane is just another level of getting people to have a mechanism that would spur them to get vaccinated. Namely, you can't get on a plane unless you're vaccinated, which is just another just another one of the ways of getting requirements. Whatever that might be, he said, adding that a vaccine mandate would do nothing to improve safety on the aircraft. Fauci also poured cold water on the idea of ever taking masks off on planes, despite numerous airline CEOs recently claiming masks were ineffective. You want to keep your ain't at masks forever, boy. <laughs> I think the idea of taking masks off, in my mind, is really not something we should even be considering. And that's what we meant by it depends on what the goal of getting people vaccinated before they get in a domestic flight. So even if they were all to get vaccinated, you know you're not, they're not going to change anything. This, this mask here it will be around for, forever, you know, unless we do something about it. Given the low number of deaths and hospitalizations from this new Omicron variant, scary variant, this one, it remains unclear as to why the Biden administration would impose harsher COVID restrictions on the American people. Yeah, it's really going to upset the branch Covidians. There was a video on Christmas Day, if you've seen it, the Christmas Karen on the plane going crazy at this old man for not wearing a mask. And he wasn't wearing a mask because he was eating and he drinking. She goes crazy, shouting at him, wear your effing mask, this and that. And he just says, oh, shut up, Karen. <laughs> yeah, shut up, bitch. That's what you are, Karen. It's crazy Karen. She's shouting I'm not even wearing a mask anyway. So, come on. Going crazy. These people are being brainwashed by mainstream media. Mainstream media can make them jump off a cliff. Easily. Uh, you think that's it's not crazy? It's true. I tell you, 99% of people that watch mainstream media could, would jump off a cliff, though, if they told them to do it. So that, And then they wouldn't say... Jump off the cliff and you won't get COVID forever. They'd jump off the cliff. That's what would happen. Um, so, I mean, Fauci, he should be in jail. Arrest Dr. Fauci. Get the Mark Dice t-shirt. Mark Dice is the man. So, let's move on to the next article. So, you've probably seen... Um, the man who prank called Joe Biden uh, uh, on Christmas Eve saying, uh, let's go, Brandon. And uh, Biden's like, let's go, Brandon. I agree. I mean, he, he, got, he got completely trolled and he didn't even understand at the time, Biden, because he, he's completely gone. He's demented. But Jill, Jill understood. Dr. Jill, <laughs> Jill Biden knew straight away what had happened. You just look at the video and you see her face. It's hilarious. So it says on here, the Oregon father who added, let's go Brandon at the end of a live stream Christmas Eve phone conversation with Joe Biden, said he is now being attacked for utilizing freedom of speech. He claims it was meant as a joke. While nothing that he, well, noting that he stood 100% behind what I did and what I said, 
Jared Schmeck, a 35-year-old former police officer, said he has been receiving vague but threatening phone calls after video clips of the conversation were widely reported and shared. At the end of the day, I have nothing against Mr. Biden, Schmeck told the Oregonian newspaper on Saturday. The father of four said he was just voicing his frustrations and meant no disrespect toward Biden, who he termed, uh, termed a cordial guy that can be doing a better job. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> putting it lightly there. Uh, the phone chat occurred on Friday during the White House's annual phone-in with the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, uh, Santa Tracker. It drew wider media attention after Biden responded to the mocking dig by saying, Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Come on, man. The phrase, a euphemism for the chant, F. Joe Biden, has become a popular form of protest and opposition for Republicans and conservative Biden critics in recent months. Besides being used on protest signs, the phrase has also been found, uh, has also found its way into some Republican congressional speeches. I understand there is a vulgar meaning to let's go Brandon, but I'm not that simple-minded. No matter how I feel about him, said Schmeck, adding that he has been attacked for utilising my free speech. There's no animosity or anything like that. It was merely just an innocent jest to also express my God-given right to express my frustrations in a joking manner. Schmeck, who described himself to the paper as a free-thinking American and follower of Jesus Christ, said his family were following their tradition of calling in to the NORAD Santa tracker and did not know the call would be live-streamed. After the call ended, Schmeck's wife posted an Instagram message after the interaction using two crying emojis. According to the Oregonian, the paper reported that Schmeck had also posted a video of the conversation on his YouTube channel. It has since been viewed more than 150,000 times. Although several commentators applauded the troll job, Biden supporters criticized Schmeck for showing a lack of compassion during the Christmas season. This is from uh, Representative Eric Swalwell, Eric Fartwell. I refuse to believe we are this indecent as people, says the guy that farts on TV, uh, not on Christmas Eve, and not to a person who lost his wife and daughter at Christmas time. We are better than this. Be kind. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, so that's from a Democrat Vardy boy who uh, sleeps with Russian spies. All right, the next article here we have is from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, it says Finnish churches require proof of vaccination to enter Christmas concerts, so unvax stand outside and sing their own Christmas songs. The Finnish Christians were not allowed inside the church this year unless they had taken mRNA vaccination for the coronavirus. So they stood outside and sang their own Christmas songs. What a sad but lovely moment. How awful for the priests and pastors to be so hateful on this blessed holiday. Several churches this year designated sections for the vaccinated and unvaccinated. That was a better answer. According to Henna Maria, this church is in Oulu, Finland. I mean, this just shows you a video on Facebook of them singing outside, but I mean, we get this in so many countries. These vax 
passports, vax pass, whatever you want to call it, green pass, needing to show this to go anywhere. Remember they, they were saying, oh, don't worry, it won't be compulsory, mandatory, this vaccine. Well, it is all in, but all in name it is. You need a, a vaccine to work, vaccine to go on a bus, vaccine to go on a plane, vaccine to go to the gym, to church, everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I'm vaccinated people now. They're second-class citizens, like me, <laughs> even here, where I am in Portugal. I was going out for lunch with my dad in the shopping centre, and because of these new rules that have come in, you have to show a vaccine certificate if you want to eat something. I mean, and I thought, this, well, I'm going to try and get some lunch anyway and see what happens. See if they ask me, we'll see what happens. So, I mean, I went up, ordered everything, blah, blah, blah. Woman, you know, goes to the checkout there, say, you know, you got to pay. She's like, oh, I need to see your certificate. And I was like, what? She's like, you know, we need, you need to show a certificate. I was like... I haven't got one. I just laughed. I said, no. And she's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like, no, no, it's just stupid. I said, it's ridiculous. I'm not showing anything, even if I had one. And she's like, yeah, you know, I agree. You know, and I just paid, paid for a net. And it was a really nice lunch as well, by the way. So, I mean, if the police had come there and said, oh, where's your vaccine passport? It would have been like, you know, shove it, mate. Get, get going, get lost. Not showing a passport of anything or any ID for that matter, just to buy a damn lunch. So you gotta eat lunch, you gotta show the paperwork. What is this, Nazi Germany? What a joke, it really is a joke. And it's scary, people just comply with it. Yeah, today it's a vaccine passport, next, what is it, a chip, microchip, another passport, this, that, and the other. There's a Social credit score like China. That's what it's going to be, isn't it? Social credit score, carbon footprint score, whatever it is. That's what it's going to be. And it all started and they say, oh, just wear the mask. You know, you silly boy. Yeah. I remember my sister said that when she came to visit. Out of the restaurant. Me and my dad were talking about these masks being stupid. She was like, oh, it's just a mask, just wear it. Yeah, well, I didn't age very well now, did it? Because I keep moving the goalposts further and further away now. So it doesn't matter how many people be vaccinated. <laughs> they still get infected. Everything goes in lockdown again. Look at Gibraltar, 100% vaccinated. They had, like, no Christmas there. Christmas and lockdown, I mean, they say, oh, everyone's got to get vaccinated, we get over this, well, no, that doesn't, doesn't happen in other countries, why is it going to be different, say, in the UK, then, uh, places that have 90, 95% vaccination rates still go in lockdown, here it's 90% the vaccine rates, there's probably more now, maybe 91, 92, uh, it was still in some form of lockdown, it's not normal yet, we haven't gone back to normal, it's two years almost now, and, and things are getting worse and worse. 
you got to show a negative test and that to go in somewhere, a vaccine passport, a load, a load of crap it is. A load of crap, people going along with it. And then when, when this really hits the fan, then you'll see they'll be crying and they'll be so scared, they'll be wanting help. There's going to be unvaccinated people and, you know, people here that just wanted to live life and they like freedom and everything. They're the ones that they're going to go to and ask for help. And you see, that's what's going to happen. They'll be begging and be crawling on their knees saying, can you help us? We were wrong. We've got to say, we got to say no, we're not doing it now. Sorry or not. We tried to warn you and you don't listen to us. So we'll see, we'll see. Here, two, three years time from now, we got to the presidential election 24. That'll be interesting. That's also a thing with Trump. That, that Tory's doing, that, that weirdo Bill O'Reilly guy. When he got um, heckled in the crowd, kind of anyway, it wasn't that bad. Trump did about the vaccines, promoting the vaccines, and he was like, "Oh no, no I thought they, thought they were what they want. They don't want you to take the vaccine." It was something along those lines, you know. Don't don't say that. He, he really, yeah, I haven't seen Trump like that before. Very. Um, defensive like to his own supporters there he looked quite angry you know and he's really pushing this vaccine now and it's good that alex jones has called him out now for it because i mean i think now because you know the election uh, last year was totally rigged and anyone that can't see that as a retard i mean sorry you're a complete retard you can't see that that election was rigged no other western country takes like two months to do an election and then count mail-in ballots for like three or four days and then you count count the votes when you want you stop counting in the middle of the night to go to sleep and i mean that's just ridiculous you can't do that that, that's, that election should never have gone through and and trump was a big baby for, for not overthrowing that i mean you say no no screw a peaceful transition of power if the, the election's rigged I mean, if they'd done that, if it Biden had won, like, just on that night, like, loads of people wouldn't have minded if he'd won it straight away like that, like it normally is on the night. It's always been like that on the night, like, in early morning, 3, 4 in the morning, they see who won it. I say if it's a very close race, if it's one state, that's fine, it can drag on maybe for a day or so. But but that is ridiculous, uh, taking that long to count the mail-in ballots because they had to find enough to overthrow the big lead that Trump had. That's what happened. I mean, I mean, say, oh, we're going to have a peaceful transition of power. But, you, you know, you shouldn't. you got to have the, you know, um, a coup, really. That was the only way to do it because the, the coup happened with Biden coming in. So a, a counter-coup would have happened, but... Because Trump, I think, because Trump's a peaceful guy, he didn't want to create a huge amount of chaos. But I think he has been a bit compromised because he knows that it's very difficult for him to win, even if Biden's popularity is like at twenty percent or say it was at one percent, he'd still he still win Biden because they they cheat again and they're dragging COVID as long and long and long and long long down the road and everything to 24 
so they can do the same thing they did last year and rig it again. Say you've got another virus, or you need to vote from home, and otherwise you're going to catch it and die and all that rubbish. That's what they're going to do. So I think they've given him, they've proposed something to him, say you compromise quite a bit on your ideas, the way you are, so we can control you a bit, and then, you know, we'll let you in the White House. And I think he's probably thought to himself, well, you know, and there's no way I'm going to get in without, you know, compromising a bit. Even with the election integrity laws that they've passed in these red states, it won't be enough, though. They can just sell you. You see, they'll override it. If if they have Democrat governor in some of these states, they just override it, and uh, that's what they did in these like states like Georgia and that. All the stuff they went through there with uh, mail-in ballots was a complete shambles. That went through, all right. That's because the uh, Democrats went and passed laws before that that election. So he knows that. He has to compromise somewhat to win the election. Because so I can't see him. I can't see him winning it. Um, you know, unless things really change in terms of uh, the way they vote. Because it's just it's just um, shambles. It's, it really is. And you look at um, DeSantis. He looks good. He's much more. Um, He's much stronger than Trump, really. I mean, I've got to say, he actually does stuff. But, you know, it's different. Once they're in the, in the White House, there's so many special interests. The Santos may look great now, because I think there's loads of been, like, it wasn't George Bush. He's looked at, like, as a base governor of Texas, he was really popular. And then look what happened there. He's a complete mess in the White House. And all, these, all these people look great before they get there. Uh, Obama, he was smart, good-looking. He had, uh, I mean, centrist views. He he was, like, hopeful, confident. And he was a terrible president as well. I mean, at least fair play to Trump. He has done most of what he said he was going to do. And he's been a different kind of president. He's He's done a lot of stuff, loads of great things. The best president of my lifetime, easily. There was no no contest really. Um, yeah, he was really good. He's he did a great job, but I think he was a bit he, he was a bit weak in areas. He should have really put his foot down. Put his foot down. He should have passed. He should have seen all this election. They were going to rig the election once he got in in 2017. They should have seen they were going to try and rig it for the next one and done stuff about it. But, you know, it's easy in hindsight to look at it now. But he could have done something about it. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, he's definitely going to run in 2024. People say, oh, I'm not sure if he'll run again. I don't know. You might just be the kingmaker. You might be behind the scenes doing this, that, and the other. But no, he's going to run again. Don't worry about it. Um, if he'll win, I don't know. 
they might not even let him win the primaries. You know? So, yeah, that's the thing. They might not let him win it, and they might rig that and put someone else in, like some rhino or some... Uh, you know, these boring Republicans you think of, like the old ones. That's what I used to think when I was, a, when I was younger. These Republicans are all boring, man. Boring, weird, and strange, and like nothing to them. That's what they are, they're weak, you know, de Democrats. Uh, they'll do anything, they'll, they'll like, they'll destroy a whole city to get their way, and then they get their way. Uh, if, if that happened the other way around, imagine in the election, if Biden had been up by 10 points, all these places, and then they had to count the mail-in ballots for two or three days until Trump's lead went up and up. And it overtook, you know, the Biden, uh, Trump's votes went up and overtook Biden's lead and everything. It, it, it wouldn't have been. It would be in a war now. Still, it'll be a civil war there. They don't mess about those those guys, those Antifa BLM people. They don't mess about. They go out and burn and shoot people, do everything there. But on the other side, it's oh, you stole my election. Oh. Oh well, uh, the January sixth thing that was like it was like babies there. People complained about it. Oh, it was so bad. But no, I mean they said, oh, they overthrew the government. It was insurrection. Well, it wasn't. It was a riot, wasn't it? It was the most peaceful protest they had that year. Anyway, uh, it really it was. <laughs> it was a mostly peaceful protest where one woman got shot by a police officer, or an innocent woman. I mean, yeah, it wasn't an insurrection, but I mean, should they have gone an insurrection? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, what what is an insurrection though? You overturning the government that was elected, but that government was was rigged. There, it wasn't elected like in a democratic sense. They were just installed there. Biden was installed like a toilet as a president. That's what he is, really. A toilet president. Anyway, everyone, that'll be it for today. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. And uh, I'll see you in the new year. So happy new year. And uh, have a great 2022. See you later.